Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm Winifred Burkle, a.k.a. Ian Carlos Crawford, and today I'm joined by our angel, Jason Soley. Hi. Uh, and we have in this corner our Cordelia Chase herself. Hi, I'm Ira Madison the third. And in the other corner, we have Illyria. Hi, Latoya Ferguson. And in the other corner, we have our Lorne. La la la, it's Ryan Hulahan. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, Ryan. <laughs> so we're all here today to discuss the Angel 20th Anniversary reunion that Entertainment Weekly did. Yeah, so I figured we would start by talking about the photos themselves because I think everyone looks good, but like, of course we know who looks best, right, Ira? Yes, yes. David Boreanaz <laughs> looked amazing. <laughs> He killed it. You Flawless skin. <laughs> Charisma Carpenter. I feel like she was just waiting for them to be like, we're doing this shoot. And she was like, great. I have all my outfits ready. I have my hairstylist. I'm ready to go. Been ready to go. Like, I feel I like she her, did it. Like talking to her chef about like what she's going to eat every day. And she's doing yoga in the mornings. She's consulting with dermatologists. She stays out of the sun. She's like, you know, doing infusions and vitamin checks and blah, blah, blah. And this goes on for 10 years. And then she goes, it was all worth it. <laughs> I feel like she organized this though. Because I feel right? like I feel like entertainment because there were some things we'll talk about it that I felt like they were missing, um, and I don't think they really put and also Entertainment Weekly what they're they're folding to like one issue a month to like right. I don't think they put the resources into it that say they did for the Buffy one you know where they took the time to Photoshop Nicholas Brendan into things. Um, <laughs> I think that like maybe charisma was probably like on set for the Buffy one. And she's like, we should do this for Angel. People are talking about Angel online. Probably reached out to Entertainment Weekly and was like, let me get people together. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I hate how they excluded uh, Eliza Dusku yet again. So she was somehow excluded from the Buffy one, but Alexis was there. And also Mercedes McNabb. How dare they? Listen, the True Calling reunion is right around the corner, and she's going to be just fine. Her and Jason Priestley. Galifianakis <laughs> has been waiting for it. Oh, God, I forgot he was on that. Um, but, so, I do think it's rude, one, that they didn't include Spike on the cover, but he's in the shoot. I thought that was a little weird. Like, he's not on the cover photo, it's just, and I get... I actually like that because it, it kind of does just focus on the, the, the core gang. Spike was like yeah, at Spike the end. Till later. Yeah. He's season five. I, but season five is so good. I also feel <laughs> okay. like when we when we heard the interview with them that David and like James still maybe have a little competitiveness. <laughs> David yeah. might have been like, I think I'll just be the only vampire on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> he came from his Fox and Friends interview to be like, no, James Meister's not being on the cover with me. <laughs> I will uh, yeah. say that where was Christian Kane? Where was right? Stephanie Romanov? Where was thought, Julie Ben? Where yeah. was Julie Ben? Come on, people. It's weird because she, it's not like, she's done enough where she doesn't, it would be understandable if she was like, nah, I'm good. But she does a lot of cons and stuff, so it's not like she doesn't do a lot of fan things. 
And she was in literally every season of that show. <laughs> this is what suggests that it was thrown together because yeah. it's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't like him um, as a character, but where was Vincent Carthizer? He, he probably said no, actually. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's embarrassed by this show. Although the show wasn't the problem, so he needs to calm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also noticed, um, I don't know if you all noticed, in that picture of Angel and Cordelia, it's, like, very obviously them photoshopped onto this, like, fake background of a graffiti alley. I love, like, the gentrified ghetto downtown LA that they have for this photo shoot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, you're right, Ira. I feel like this. she probably helped put it together. I mean, they're all going to be at Comic-Con except for David Boreanaz, so I feel like this was, like, he was like, fine, I'll do you this favor, Charisma. I'll show up to this photo shoot. But I'm not doing anything else about Angel. Yes, he is because... busy shooting SEAL Team Season 19. Yeah, with hey, Christy Swanson. Season 3, how dare you? <laughs> we're, taking, we're taking time out of his busy border visiting schedule because he's building the wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is he Republican? Um, I did like when they talked about possibly doing a movie um, and they were all floating ideas and David Boreanaz is like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, it's like how Michelle Williams always says, oh, I would love to do a Dawson's Creek reunion because her character died, so she wouldn't have to be. <laughs> she, she'd do a Meryl Streep in Mamma Mia too, Just <laughs> a, appear for five minutes, sing a song, and walk away. Get a paycheck. <laughs> I also wanted to point out that Charisma Carpenter is the only one that didn't outfit change. Like, they all have their own photos aside from the group shot, but she brought three different outfits, and I am positive she brought them, which makes me love her even more. I love that. <laughs> she was like, no, 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 we're not doing one outfit. We're doing a bunch. Doing uh, that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine her on the set, like, they put together their fake gentrified LA, the lights are down, the smoke is going, and then she's just doing that Britney Spears Instagram thing where she just keeps changing outfits really quickly and <laughs> twirling around. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i said after this i felt like i was like god i want to see her in the re in the the reboot as like a higher power that's in charge and like dressed ridiculously like she is in these reunion photos but like still mm-hmm. cordelia chase but like the higher power that's like helping guide the new slayers and stuff that's I what like i would that. Yeah. yeah right mm-hmm. they i feel should like it'd put be her like what she the, deserves they should put her in that buffy reboot if it's actually happening right with the new yeah. slayer yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. I would love that. Like that would be so cool if she had that kind of role and like it'd be what she deserves. She pushes so hard for this shit. Like let her come back. Or give uh, her something new. I really love Charisma Carpenter and it's been great seeing her do like she was great in Veronica Mars too, you know? And I think yeah. that like she's at the point now where like where's her um sort of Terry Hatcher in Desperate Housewives moment. Yes. Yeah, like, why can't we stick her on Claws or Dead to Me or one of these mini Big Little Lies that that keep popping up or, like, like a live TV musical? Like, why can't we get Charisma (laughs) in the door somewhere? (laughs) Right, because I feel like she is... We know she has the range, and she's really good on social, and she's still really fucking hot, so, like, why isn't she... like? She should be getting more jobs. Give Charisma Carpenter her things right now, everyone. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She didn't I, even have to accept them. I just needed to be reported that there are offers on the table for me yeah. to sleep at night. <laughs> like, I mean, her biggest thing has been, like, what? Playing Ariana Grande's mom in, like, two episodes of Scream Queens? 
Yeah. And I don't think, I think she had like three lines in those two episodes. I was yeah, like, why oh, isn't she on American Horror Story? Yeah, she would be great. Although I think a lot of the, you've said this before, Ryan, like Claire Kramer would also be great on American Horror Story. Oh my Story. God, like, incredible. <laughs> Josh, Josh has the same taste in bitches that Ryan Murphy does and they do it so perfectly and in like, in a way that isn't, um, doesn't always make you hate their character. Do you know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. Maybe there's a feud there creatively. That's why he won't cast Buffyverse people. Maybe it's feud Ryan Murphy versus Joss Whedon. No, Char- <laughs> Charisma <laughs> was in. Charisma was in an episode of. Was on the air. She was in an what episode of Nine One One. Oh right, because she was tweeting about that, so, and she knows how to promo her shit. Because she tweets, she'll live tweet it twice. Like yeah, so Ryan's cast her once. Yeah. Once is not enough. <laughs> uh, I feel like she was also in something. Uh, oh. Wasn't she in Supernatural? That was one. Oh, yeah, she yeah. and, and Charm. Her biggest she was mom also thing. Also, a recurring character in that show Greek. I don't know if you all mm. watched that. Oh, I love Greek. Was Greek. She was one of the like the house moms or something. Yeah. Also, the Lying Game. That short lived series. Game. Love that trash. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh God. It's insane, and you need to watch it immediately. <laughs> it's from the author. Um, it was a book series first. It was from the author who did Pretty Little Liars, and it was on ABC Family for a season, two seasons, a very long season, two seasons. <laughs> uh, and it was it was basically wasn't it Ringer the TV show, but for teens. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was Ringer for teens, basically. Although they were long lost twins. Yeah. Jesus. And you always love a, a twin played by one actress. You always love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody is Tatiana Maslany. Don't worry. Every <laughs> single actress is Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> well, well, this actress, unfortunately, was a poor woman's uh, Nina Dobrev, so it, it was even better. Whew. <laughs> Uh, uh, Latoya, I, Latoya, I feel like you and Ira both are always teaching me about TV. Like, I'm like, I've never even heard of this shit. Uh, Ian, you yes. sound 60. <laughs> I am an elderly gay on Twitter, so. <laughs> Jason, what did you think about how everyone looked in the, did you like the, the photos? Oh as my a, as a resident straight guy, I want your I want to hear what you have to say. Well, one, I, I mean, I have an absolute love for for the whole Angel Squad, and yeah. I the the photos like I I didn't even know what was coming up like because you had texted it to me. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Cordelia like she just took it like she, she doesn't age. Yeah. She might be an actual vampire. Listen, she she. I'm telling you, she just knows her angles, and she's, like, ready to be photographed, I feel like. like. David looks really good, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they all look great, right, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, they all look good. It's just, I think yeah. she just looks, like, as I think uh, Amy Acker kind of looks the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does, too. Yeah. And I actually like her outfit. So, since it is 20 years of Angel, I figure I'll have each of you tell me your favorite, your, like, five favorite episodes. Ira? What are your five favorite Angel episodes? Oh my god, I'm first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, obviously, I mean, I think my favorite episode is um, her. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I hate, that's like my most hated episode. I'm sorry, it's she. It's she. It's she, which is even worse. (laughs) Um, Let's see. My favorite episodes are probably... A season one one. Um, I love Room with a View. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is a fantastic 
Cordelia episode. Yeah. Um, I, I love in season two, um, Reunion. Which one is that one? That's the one That's... where um, Angel locks Wolfram and Hart in the um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. room with Darla and Drusilla. That one's really good, yeah. Yes. Um, then I'm jumping to season three. Um, I really like... Which one is this? Sorry. I'm blanking because like the last few episodes of season three are like the same episode. They yeah. blend together. Um, but like Wesley's turn, um, when he kidnaps, uh, when he comes back and he gets his, I think it's probably just the season finale of three, um, where he gets his throat slit. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, that's forgiving, isn't it? I think it might be. Cause yeah. it's not, cause there's still like, uh, five episodes after that because you have to get adult Connor like towards the end of season three. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. When he, gets I, his... I remember watching that and I really was like, <gasps> they killed him. Like I really thought he was dead because also having your throat slit seems like it should kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so it's sleep tight where he's just throat slit and then forgiving is when Angel, like, is like, oh, you're dead. So, yeah. Right. Okay, is that the one where Angel tries to smother him in? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Um, so, th- probably that two combo. I'll count mm-hmm. that as one. Um, and <laughs> then uh, I love the magic bullet. Yes. Really? I listen, Ian. Arc, Ian. I love season four. Okay, <laughs> it did. It, it did what the other girls were not doing. Fred did what she had to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. I don't. I'm not a fan, but keep going. I gotta yeah. jump in and say the reveal that like we thought we saved worlds, but in fact we like damned it because the 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 like um, pragmatism of losing a certain amount of people for like piece like that really did resonate with me it's the how we got there took a little bit too long <laughs> yeah, that's some heavy shit to have on a on a tv show honestly of course um and lastly i know it's an iconic episode and i should say smile time because the puppet um but i'm actually going with season four episode soulless um <clears throat> where Angel's soul is locked away in the office um, so that he can be interrogated about the beast, and then they don't know that Cordelia is evil. And I thought that episode is, like, really tense and great. Mm-hmm. I, I do really... I have to say, for... I don't love season four, but I think that faith arc is, like, A+. plus. I think it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think... For me, I think it's some of the strongest, like, faith stuff we get. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think that's so, like, cool when Wesley goes to see her, and she's just like, all right, back away from the glass, we're doing this, and just jumps right through, and, like, she doesn't even think twice about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, like, the faith I love. Um, Jason, what are some of your favorite Angel episodes? Oh, okay, okay. So, first, I want to start with my favorite, which is the end. The end-all, be-all all right. of, of the Angel, you know, because it's better ending than Buffy, fight me. Um <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's probably top favorite. Other like you know other ones that are my favorite is Cordy coming back. Oh my god, you're welcome. What, what yeah. a great time. Um, I, I don't know the names of episodes. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes, and I think it's a, it, a lot happens in the episode, and at the end, it's Cordy and Angel just whispering like they're gonna fall asleep, and and um, Connor's in between them as a baby. Yeah, that is. I don't know uh, why. That's 
one of my favorite scenes, but it's, yeah, it's, it's season it's three. The end of provider it might be. I forget, but that I I that scene always sticks with me. Like I always think about that I scene. It's so heartbreaking, that. honestly, when you think and, about and it. That scene too is is really where I was just like, you know what? I'm sold on Cordy and Angel. Like, let's yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then honestly. Uh, well, Buffy coming back, uh, the, my favorite scene is Angel being happy and, like, walking out in the sun with a big smile on his face. Aww. Oh, my God, I love that. Something oh. about this got me. I and will then, remember you. Right, honestly. I have to, even though season one can be a mess, still season one, when Angel's intro goes to Wolfram Heart, kicks that vampire out the window. Ah! Oh! <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, don't fuck with him. I mean, don't I mess just- with him. Oh, shit, do we got to cut that out? Ah! <laughs> Jason, we should curse on the podcast. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've been on before. Uh, yeah, I I do love that first episode. While I think most of that first season is kind of a drag, that first episode has those two really great moments. One is when he kicks him out that window. Yeah. And yeah. two is when earlier that vampire tries to kidnap Cordelia and she's like, why do you have things covering all the windows and you're a vampire, aren't you? Like she gets yeah. it immediately. <laughs> season one also has, I mean, the two great, Faith episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yes. Which the only thing that bothers me about those episodes is we come into them with Faith like ultra evil when the last time we saw her, which was in the body switch episode of Buffy, she kind of like shows you that she hates herself and she wants to do good. Mm-hmm. And it feels like they forgot that ending when they got to the Angel episode. Although I think that informs her actions there in the Angel episodes, though. She's self destructive. Yeah, because uh, yeah. she, she even says she tells Angel basically she wants him to kill her, so she is like that is what's fueling that. Yeah, um, True. I actually love those episodes too because because Buffy's such a bitch in them, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like they really picked up on like who Buffy had sort of turned into on the show. Mm-hmm. She's an asshole. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I feel bad. Like for me. I still feel bad for I feel bad for her and Angel both at the end of that second one when she's like, "Well, Faith won again," and she just he's like, "Don't come back to my city." And she's like, "I'm dating someone." I'm like, shut up, you're yeah. dating Riley. <laughs> A flop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get us started on Riley. Um, Latoya, what are your five favorite Angel episodes? So I tried to. So, so we're just doing five. So I tried to narrow it down per season. So for season one, it is the the Faith two parter. Bye okay. bye five in Sanctuary. Uh, for season two, that was hard uh, to, to narrow it down. I said to go with Darla and then like to pair it up with Buffy's Fool for Love because together it makes a yeah. complete package, of course. Yeah. Uh, season three, uh, I was like, I'm early in in my rewatch right now. I'm in Darla just showed up uh, pregnant, so I, I just realized how much I really love our offspring. But I'm going to choose Birthday and Waiting in the Wings. Season three, yes, mm. yeah. Season four, uh, I'm gonna do the duo of shiny happy happy people and the magic bullet because the Jasmine arc is great, and how dare anyone insult it ever? Ooh. Jasmine Ooh. did that. Gina Torres <laughs> did that. She did yeah, that. I mean, it, so she wants <laughs> exactly. to just come on the show and read us green eggs and ham. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and then for season five, you're welcome, of course. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I. You're welcome. Like, right? I feel like I'm. I'm always torn about it because I love it so much, but I hate it because it's Cordelia should have been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. But if she had to go, I think that is like a really 
And I don't use this word like it's like a really beautiful send off for the character. If it if like the we know we can't have her again, at least we got that one episode. Ryan, what are your favorite episodes? So um, I'm disqualifying all the faith centric episodes just because that's what I would pick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the finale, because um, actually, fun fact for listeners at home, I came out of the closet to my parents for the first time at the end of the Angel finale because I had promised I would do it at the end of Buffy and then I gave myself another year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But those disqualified. Love Smile Time, I think it's, like, the a, a perfect example of um, all the characters we love on a, like, Monster of the Week sort of adventure in a way that, like, makes it accessible. It can be a darker show. It makes it accessible to, like, people who are primarily Buffy fans. Yeah. Um, You're Welcome is one of the best character send-offs on television. So, like, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Will Remember You messed me up. Um, when Buffy comes back and they have beautiful, like he's human and everything can work out and be perfect, except oh, now I can't save people. So he like sacrifices her in the way that she sacrificed him for yeah. innocent people. And that was such a good bookend for their relationship. Um, I loved, there's no place like Plitzglorb. <laughs> that is a great because episode. It's just every part of it is really good. Willow shows up and you see that Willow and Fred are very similar in ways and they have actually similar arcs later on. And it's such Mm -hmm. a good like touchdown moment if you're rewatching. That finale Um, actually is probably just like maybe one of the best in like the Whedon verse. I mean, I just love Cordelia as the queen. I mean, there's so many great things in that episode. It was an episode that they would have never and could have never done on Buffy without it seeming weird, but it fit in perfectly for Angel and it made them different. And I love that. And of course, yeah. people hate the Pylea arc as well because people are wrong all the time. I, I don't. I don't hate that arc. I do like it. <laughs> yeah, I like. It. Yeah, people like really, really hate that arc. It's so b- bizarre to me. It's it's weird because I think I always wondered this if they did that arc because they needed they needed it there to be no way that Angel could help with Glory because that always is a thing that I'm like, well, it feels like she should have called Angel for Glory because Glory is the first person she fought that she like genuinely you know, was, like, failed at the fighting each time she fought her. So oh, it felt like... at the same time? Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah because... Oh. Willow shows up to tell Angel that... Um, Buffy's dead. Buffy died. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh! Okay. Also, those episodes gave us Gru, who I love. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he's so hot! Um, my favorite episode of all time I, before I forget it and we move on I have to shout out Harm's Way it, it delighted ah, me yes, I taped yes. it on VHS it delighted me to no end <laughs> you know I think both the like it's crazy that Mercedes McNabb isn't acknowledged more and that she wasn't at this reunion because she has two episodes named after her in Angel she has Disharmony and In Harm's Way and like she's so good I I think the first one is in what season two or three season in, two uh, yeah season two i think that episode like she would have been a joy if she had just stayed with the cast at that point yeah because her and cordelia riff off each other really well they also show cordelia's growth and harmony's like Mm -hmm. Uh, non-growth yeah you get the the contrast of like like how spike was a contrast of like i'm inherently evil but i'm hanging out with you but like i'm gonna give you the perspective of what the inherently evil people will be thinking and doing right (laughs) and like that is such a fun thing to have because angel spends so much time trying to not be that person to be like the most pure (laughs) 
she's another one that should be, like you said, she should be on American Horror Story too. And Ira, I think you actually said that to me last time we were out in LA. You said that she should be on. Um, well, I'm my very favorite, smart. So my, favorite epi- my favorite episodes, I so I love a lot of them, but I think if I had to do five, I love Lullaby because I think that scene where Darla gives birth in the alley and it's pouring rain mm-hmm. and only an angel and Fred are there with her. Everyone else has left and Holtz and his gang are like coming out and it's all slow motion. Ugh, I think that's like such a good ending to that episode. And I think Hole in the World, the episode where Fred dies at the end is so good. And Amy Acker is such a good actor. She She's another one that should be doing more because like, she sold you on both Fred and Illyria, which in the reunion video they say, I think it's uh, James Marsters said he didn't know if she'd be able to pull off Illyria, yeah. but then she 100% does, and she does. The rest of my favorites are all season five and three. I, I love the finale. You're welcome. I think I agree with Ryan. You said it's one of the most perfect character send-offs, and it leans into like, hey, look, this is a character you love, but I don't think it does it, it like overdoes it. Mm-hmm. She gets yeah, a scene. It's not fan service it's it's emotionally fulfilling. And there's a big yeah. difference between the two. Yes, yes. Because, right, she gets brief moments with each character, and I just think they all work. Like when she yeah. tells Wesley he always did the best research, mm-hmm. um, when she hugs Lorne and like hugs Fred. I don't know, I just really yeah. like that. And their kiss at the end... I, I honestly didn't, when I watched the show when it was airing, I 100% hated them together. and was like, no. Which is, God, you just have wrong opinions all the time. Well, listen, I'm admitting <laughs> it's wrong because as an adult, it's like, no, this is the adult relationship. This is, this like makes sense. We watched Buffy and her met and it was like, he was stalking her and obsessed with her. And then she was like, sure, we'll kiss. And then he went evil after they fucked. But with her, him and Cordelia... We saw the, their relationship literally grow on screen. They met each other. They were barely friends, you know, in like seasons one and two. Became friends and they hung out in LA. And I don't know, it felt so earned as a romantic yeah, and you, pairing. You also yeah. got the thing of like Cordelia was an adult when he started getting into her. Yeah. <laughs> he was a child. I liked them. I always sort of liked them. My controversial one was never uh-huh. liking um, Fred and Gunn. Oh, really? That's not controversial at all. People hate Fred and Gunn. I don't think I ever liked... I didn't like Fred with Gunn or Wesley, if we're being honest. No. Because that's the controversial one, the Wesley part. (laughs) It felt like they just wanted to pair her off, so they were trying things, and, like, that character doesn't need, like, to date anybody. Like, it's fine if she doesn't want to. The love triangle was... I feel like that's why I can never really love Waiting in the Wings that much. I'm just like, the love triangle really did nothing for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I... I agree there that it's weird because yeah, I like all those characters, but for me, yeah, that love triangle, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like Gunn and Wesley don't match with her. Like neither of them matched well. And, and part of it is that it's just poor Gunn, honestly, because clearly the, the relationship they want is Wesley and Fred and Gunn's in the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's upsetting because Gunn, I mean, I think this is true of Gunn and Wesley, but much more so of Gunn. They didn't know what to do with his character. They didn't necessarily want him to grow. They just liked him for adding, and this is a bad pun, but color to the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, they also that's also the case that, right. they, that they didn't service people of color on either of these shows really well. And to have a main character who has a, a really rich backstory and the actor who I think did a fairly phenomenal job with not having a ton to work with, they didn't give him an, enough for me and then at the end, they were like, he's a super lawyer. And, like, I, that doesn't 
connect for me totally like I, mm-hmm. I think that they just failed to service his character so then when you try to shoehorn a character that hasn't been serviced into a character which has been like over serviced who who's who has developed to the point that i don't think she thinks about dating or in my writing of her she wouldn't have thought about like dating in that way mm-hmm, um yeah. it just felt like rushed and frustrating because you had other stuff other relationships like cordy and angel that were so much richer yeah, yeah i yeah. talked or, about or Lindsay and angel <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Also, oh, God, yes. Fuck. Jason, I'm so proud of you as the one straight person in this in this podcast to bring up the one gay ship. Oh, oh man. I really wish they just went at it, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, especially in your welcome, it's so obvious. Because doesn't he say to Eve he's thinking about Angel when they're like laying together? Yes. <laughs> I uh, mean, it was obvious since season two. He didn't want to fuck Darla. He wanted to fuck Angel. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and listen, we know that Angel and Spike have dabbled over the years, and he saw yeah. someone else with that floopy floppy hair, and he said, <laughs> I have a boyfriend join now. <laughs> you were going to say Ira? <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh, I recently rewatched um, Warzone for, um, you know, another um, podcast, and it was it was just introducing Gun. Um, there's... Stereotypically, he was introduced, you know, but also there was just so much richness in how he was introduced that was never really followed up on, you know, like he grew up in LA. Um, he had gathered this whole group of like people living on the street, and they're basically almost a metaphor for fighting gentrification, they're fighting these vampires taking over, um, Los Angeles, and you know, you just sort of never do anything with it i like mm-hmm. i like the episodes where you sort of saw that like i really love the episode blood money when Anne comes back um and yeah. like she has that sort of connection with gun because it's like you're seeing sort of how vampires affect it and the supernatural affect la as a city right and you know that's not buffy was more just like this like weird suburbs of la so it never really and it always was, like, confined to that, right? I picture always Buffy being, like, I grew up on Long Island, where it's, like, there is a close-by big city, so we're not in the middle of nowhere. But these are people who really never left their hometown, whereas L.A. Yeah. is filled with people who are, like, I got big dreams, I'm going places, two bucks through through two bags, one me, or whatever. And, <laughs> and, and it ends up your life is a lot darker than that. That's exactly what we do. <laughs> <laughs> also, just to continue on, like, about the disservice to Gun, I was thinking about this recently, watching... Uh, that old gang of mine in season three and question where did gun live after he was off the streets because we definitely never see it wasn't mm. he su- i thought he was supposed to be like that the gang they all kind of like lived in a warehouse yeah but he eventually moved like out into his own apartment we never saw his own apartment oh because he, he he wasn't living with him anymore that's how he like he got right, so far right, away right. from him. yeah <laughs> yeah, you're right. Live. <laughs> well, yeah. The, if they, if he had been um a, a, like a very slim white woman, we would have seen his apartment a thousand times and like tons of character <laughs> detail of all his interests. Why are you insulting Cordelia like... right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was actually really cute. I don't know if you all watched that clip of Jay August Richards saying how like how much that meant to him having like fans come up to him saying like oh seeing someone that looks like me in genre is like so unheard of especially back then and it was really cute he gets like really emotional and he tweeted i would have spoke more on this but i was about to cry so i had to like cut myself short (laughs) which i thought was like really sweet 
He's very I nice. Got he got emotional. He's very nice. I um I put all the photos of like charisma um in my Instagram story. Um and like did like a montage of her to like a city girl song because of course because uh, she looks <laughs> so good. Uh, one of my followers <laughs> responded uh, and they were like, "Just so you know, I sent this to J. August Richards and I saw he actually viewed my stories and like t- faved oh my them." God. And he was like, "I love charisma. She's great." <laughs> <laughs> well, charisma follows you, doesn't she, asshole? Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I've never been more jealous. <laughs> so I hope she oh. never follows me because I don't have the time in my day to DM her everything I would want to DM. Her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't. My number one favorite episode is Waiting in the Wings mm. uh, because I I just love the whole. For me, it's like feels very hush like. It feels like it could be like a sister episode to Hush. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the scene where, like, Cordelia and Angel are making out, but it's, like, because of the spirits, but also because they're horny for each other. Um, it's hot. And yeah, I'm into it. I'm buying it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's, like, one of the only times they actually, like, make out, make out, right? Aside from You're Welcome. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I'm, like, everyone is getting it. I'm happy for you all. Great. Great. Have sex in that little dressing room. You'll do great. Uh <laughs> And I just, I think the, like, writing and the music is really good in that episode. Like, the musical cues and stuff. Yeah, yeah I thought we, so, I thought we should all talk about Lila, who was left out of the reunion, because she really should have been there, too. Her and Christian Kane. Yeah. It, it's really, I think it's because it was probably thrown together. It, it, I, it has to have been, because too many absences, and, like, people that they could have gotten. Like, I feel like they could have gotten Christian Kane, definitely. Lila and Lindsay had bigger roles on Angel than, like, Wesley did on Buffy, if we're being completely yeah. honest. So right. it's than just very Spike odd that they get Angel. completely not included. They did more than Spike did on Angel. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Even, I feel like them and uh, Darla did more than Spike did, because Darla, I feel like every episode Spike was in prior to season five, Darla was in, because it was always a flashback, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's weird. I, it probably came together last minute. It probably was like, oh, just make sure we get people that were in the credits that like fans love. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, James Marsters. I mean, I'm glad he was there, but I wouldn't have died if he. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he would have been missing that much mm-hmm. if he wasn't there. Um, yeah, and, he know, felt like he felt like Buffy ended and Angel was still in the air, so they were throwing us a little bone of like Spike. You know, James still wants to work on this, and Spike's a great compliment to Angel, and like it all fit together nicely. But that's not the core of what Angel as a standalone show was, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys all had to pick one of those people, Ira, who would you pick to have been on with the reunion? Mm, I would have picked. I would have picked Lila. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense. I didn't like uh, that. Oh, Jason! Jason, who would you have picked? Well, are we talking? Are we including Darla in this? Any yeah. any character that wasn't in the reunion? Yeah. Oh, definitely Julie Benz for sure. Yeah. Latoya. See, I know, oh, I know. That, oh, I was gonna say, I know that Eliza. I didn't mean to jump there. I know that Eliza <laughs> Dushko and Julie Benz have like things to do all day. Um, I just, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm happy for them. Woo. I think Stephanie Romanoff could have used a day out. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Kingman over there. Uh, God. I would have liked I would have liked Dennis to be in it. 
<laughs> you know, I always thought it was a like disservice because I really liked Dennis. I also felt like Dennis read as like her gay ghost best friend. Of course. We, we completely deserved a Dennis flashback episode. Right. Of him being like, yeah, we, we fully needed an episode where Dennis is like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Open her pick out like outfits. Ian. Yes. Okay. I know we talked about our favorite ones, but I would be interested to hear what everyone's least favorite episode of Angel is. Everyone just mm. says she immediately. <laughs> uh, Mine I, isn't she. I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. She is in the running, um, but uh, I think the one I, I like the least is "Are you now or have you ever been?" Which is really a controversial opinion. That, that is controversial because a lot of people. That's like I think that's one of David Boreanaz's favorite episodes. It's a lot yeah. of people's favorite episodes. It's so messy and him solving race. I think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it reads like a bad sliders episode. I <laughs> um God, I don't I don't know what would be my least favorite, honestly, because the literally the first half of season one that I love Room with a View. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like the first episode, but the rest of them I think even and this is gonna be this will be controversial. I will remember you. I love it, but I don't think it's that great. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm, about, glad, I'm glad Buffy's there, blah, 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 but... Eh. Sorry, anyway, continue with it. How about we can't say she, because I feel like that is too easy, so we have to put something else besides that. I really hate the cautionary tale of Numero Cinco. You would think I would like that episode. I don't. Oh, yeah. It's very boring. It's so boring. And actually, I feel like... I I came to love season five, right? But it took me forever. I had a backlog of episodes because I think it mm. took me forever to get through the cautionary tale of numeral Cinco. <laughs> well, see, it's funny. I remember when that season aired, you know, it was like, we don't have Buffy anymore. So this is it. I got to put all my, all my, all my things are going into Angel. And I would tape them on VHS as they mm. aired. That, I don't think the first, I think after Cautionary Terror of Numero, Numero Cinco is when that season picks up. But I think that, Hellbound, Unleashed, Just Rewards, even the season opener, are all really not that good. I mean, my major issue with season five is that I never trust anyone who says season five is their favorite season. Because I think that's a season that people who don't love the show Angel love. Mm-hmm. It's like, if this is your favorite season, you missed what the show is or what it's I- supposed to be. But I love, I do love it. I do love it. It's my, third is my favorite, fifth, five is my second favorite. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. <laughs> I, I think uh, I said on Twitter that the last half of season three is my favorite. Four is my second. Because <laughs> um, I think the first half of season three is sort of messy. I have to say the last half of season three, I do like the arcs, but Double or Nothing is not a good episode. Where Gunn sold his soul for a pickup truck. Oh, God. (laughs) The Repo Man. (laughs) See, I I like the beginning of season three because I really like Heartthrob. Um, I I love the little setup they have for Holtz to to build him up and everything. And I, I know it's really heavy handed in its feminism, but the epi- Billy, I really love that episode. And I love yeah. that it's Cordelia has the arrow. She's about to kill that guy. And then Lila, who he did beat the shit out of, or 
make Lindsay beat make, the shit out make of her. Gavin, Daniel Day Kim beat right, the shit out right. of her. Right. Um, she comes back and just like shoots him, and she doesn't even. She's just like, "You're dead. We're we're moving on." I think that's a really good. I don't know. I really love that episode. It's sort of like an X Files episode. I think a lot of Angel episodes, especially earlier on, feel like weird f plots from an X Files script. Um, it, let's also say the girl in question is a bad episode. Oh god! Yeah, the more like the further away we get from, the more I hate it. Honestly, <laughs> I. But see, the only reason I hate it is because of. Just putting someone in a blonde wig to be like, just don't I have know. her there. Well, like, I, it was I very think, much like, um, it was very much like when Justin Timberlake found a fake Britney to do the um, oh, that, that, that insanity for Cormier <laughs> River. Uh, but yeah, it's I think it speaks to um, in the like five by five sanctuary two parter when you get Buffy in there, and it's just a reminder that at this point, Buffy and Angel is a very immature relationship and it just needs to be over. And then the girl in question like ramps it up to like a thousand of immaturity. It's like, come the fuck on. Nowadays, they would have done a Facebook messenger about cookie dough and then seen each other at a reunion and then one didn't talk to the other. Like, that's the whole arc. (laughs) And I'm like, I really don't give a shit. (laughs) And I also feel like the WB was... I, f- I felt like I was manipulated into thinking that um, Sarah Michelle Gellar might be in that episode. Yes! 100%. Yes. 100%. I fully believed that I was going to see her. I was furious. Especially I, since Angel would al- always do those like surprise uh, appearances and then they would credit them at the end. Yeah. They actually like kept the phone call like thing? Yeah. 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 Jason, what would you say is your least favorite episode? I honestly like don't know. Like This is why I could <laughs> watch the whole thing. Like I could say season would be one, but I, I couldn't give you a least favorite episode. That's I can give you a least favorite part of the whole time. All right, so so while we're there, Jason, rank rank the seasons. Oh shit! Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably I'd probably go three. I really like four. Three, <laughs> three, four, five, two, one. All right. All right. Uh, Latoya. Okay, uh, it used to be two up front, but now I've decided it's three. So it's three, two, four, and then depending on the day of the week, it's one or five. It just switch it up, honestly. <laughs> Wait, five is that low for you? It's really, it's like after, because I think season four is great, and it's a brilliant serialization of television, especially at a time when they weren't doing that. And then to just go back to cases of the week in season five really pissed me off. Yeah. Mm. Ryan? Two, three, five. Four, one, and that is no knock on any of them. I think they're all great season. One, I have a tough time with just because I feel felt like the budget and the look and the cohesive group feeling wasn't developed. Like it felt like they were like, we're gonna do an angel show and we'll write it as we do it. Yeah. <laughs> I will um, say, I will say, both seasons two and season three are beautifully shot in different ways. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah, yes, I and I love and I love five. I think five is so fun and great, but it doesn't feel like Angel. It feels like the you know like epilogue to Buffy and Angel as a universe, which yes. I, it's still fun, but it, it's not a season of Angel to me so much as a season of like Angel slash Buffy. I know. I wonder how we would have felt about season five if it had worked and like WB didn't cancel it because if that mm-hmm. was like the reboot to like this is what Angel's going to be going forward. Like if we'd had three seasons of them doing that right and it's frustrating because if that aired today with the ratings that it got it would have been renewed for a hundred million seasons well it should have been renewed with the ratings that it got but they got screwed over by the wb president so yeah um so mine would be three five four two one 
Um, but the like I said, I hate Jasmine's arc, but I actually really like. I don't love the Jasmine arc, and I don't love Secret Evil Cordelia. I loved uh, her. I her hate episode Cordelia and Connor fucking. I hate that. That's for sure. Oh, that's gross. But uh, Cordelia, the episode where Cordelia is evil and Willow's there, and she doesn't know she's fighting Cordelia, is great. Yes. Oh, so good. That shit is so good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like super bitch battle. <laughs> Ian, I do want to know what is your problem with the Jasmine arc? So for me, the same thing. So the Pylea arc for me is kind of the same thing, but I, it works better where it's a completely new arc introduced for like the last four episodes. Well, oh, well, that's the Dark Willow arc, and they had just done that on Buffy. So then they just did it when they were like, "We got to pivot on this show. We'll do what we did." They did the inverse of it, basically. Right. Well, so, and that, and it also, like, it feels like a very weak way to get rid of Cordelia. Like, it doesn't make sense that, because it was evil Cordelia, but she was possessed by Jasmine, but she gave birth to Jasmine, but then she's in a coma because she gave birth to Jasmine. Like, all of that falls incredibly short with me. I mean, firing charisma from just off of show and on show was fucking ridiculous. And I will continue to maintain that, although I think that all the actors, especially Gina Torres, pulled out for that season. Writers did the best they could. The blame for any hate of that season really falls at Joss Whedon's lap for being an asshole. Like, I love your work. I will always be thankful that you made these shows, (laughs) but fuck you for what you did to that woman. Yeah. I think Gina Torres was, like, I feel like she was vaguely wasted. Like, I feel like she has the range to be a way more interesting character. And I don't know, Jasmine just didn't land for me. I felt like, oh, all right. And I like Gina Torres so much that I feel like she could have been a glory-type villain. And she would have, like, nailed that shit. I will also say I don't think that Jasmine would have worked without Gina Torres because you fucking love her and then you fucking are terrified of her because you loved her so much and that it takes a very specific actor with a certain affect and like charisma, not pun, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I I will, I will, I will uh, agree with that. Yeah, the Pylea, it made more sense because at least it was like season two didn't have much, like it had a serialized arc, but like Darla had gone away at that point. So I was a little bit more okay. And, you know, we, the show was still doing that where it was like two episode arcs in season two, Mm -hmm. but season four, it was so serialized and that felt like a very weird turn for me. I don't know. I don't know. I love it. That's what I love about it. It's a graphic novel in TV form. Yeah. Four still my favorite season. I love it. Sorry. Fair, fair, it has fair. So many, a lot of things I, I, I dislike, obviously, but I think it's, it's honestly a great season of television. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, um, all right. Well, thank you all for doing this. Uh, thank you all for doing this so last minute, too. If you all want to follow SlayerFest98, you can find us on Twitter at SlayerFestX98. If you want, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and you can also subscribe to our Patreon, which really helps me with producing episodes, getting all the tweets out, and doing the podcast cover art. And if you want to follow me, I am at IanXCarlos on all platforms. Ira, where can everyone find you? They know. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Typical Cordelia Chase. <laughs> Latoya, where can everyone find you? They can follow me at Lafergs because I'm not as famous as Ira. So, <laughs> and Ryan, I'm at Ryan Houlihan everywhere, and you're adults, and you know where those places are. And if you want to see me complain about shows that were wronged by the WB, like Charmed or Veronica Mars or Charmed uh, or was fine the with CW. the WB. 
It lasted eight well, goddamn shows, seasons. Shows that were wronged, including Angel, Buffy, Veronica Mars, every show that was ever wronged. Glory oh, Days. Glory Days was wrong. Join me. Yeah, my kids was wrong. Uh, Jason, where can everyone find you? Uh, on Twitter and Twitch, Jason Sully with an I. Yay. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Yes.